Hey guys, it's Girl Mike Panna of the Binding Warrior Podcast. Today is your Finish Strong Friday episode of the week. So if it's your first time joining us, uh, this is a podcast where I speak twice a week. I speak on Mondays. We do a Mindset Monday episode every Monday, and we do a Finish Strong Friday episode to close out the week. And uh, these are basically two podcasts a week in which I speak to my students at the Binding Warrior Martial Arts Academy. We teach Atienza Kali, which is an edge weapon system, uh, knife fighting, sword fighting system. Uh, we teach Pan Arnis, which is my family stick fighting and empty hand system. And we also teach uh, Machado Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, we are an affiliate of Machado Jiu-Jitsu, so we incorporate that in our training as well. And these podcast episodes are designed to train and speak to my students outside of the martial arts training, right? The physical stuff. Because the older I get, I'm 36 now, I've been teaching martial arts professionally for most of my adult life. Um, I notice that most of the battles that we face are not in the mat, on the mat or in the ring or even on the street. Most of the battles that we're fighting are in our homes, right? It's in our minds, it's in our hearts, it's at the workplace. There's a lot of you know, emotional and spiritual battles we're fighting. So these podcasts are designed to keep us in the right mindset to face such battles. And in today's episode, I want to talk about family. Now, this is something that's very relevant to me because I'm all about family. If you know me, I'm I'm very much about family. Uh, That's my Filipino upbringing. And uh, it's the holiday season. And this is where a lot of people either are super psyched for the holiday season or they're kind of reluctant about the holiday season because one of the things I come across quite a bit is this, uh, not not just in my own life, but in in among my students as well. It's this idea that the holidays are a time to reconnect with family that you don't always want to talk to, right? Like you don't, you really don't see them all year round, but then here you are trying to reconnect with them. Now I'm in a fortunate position where I'm at a point in my life where I actually love all the people sitting around the table when I celebrate Christmas. In fact, I'll be, uh, visiting my hometown in New Jersey in a few weeks to spend it with my family back there because I'm originally from New Jersey. I live in Dallas, Texas now, but I, I'm originally from New Jersey and I'm excited. I get to see my, uh, my, my friends, my students, my family there. But there's a lot of people who dread the holidays because they have to sit down at a table with relatives that they may not get along with. And I have, a frankly, a history in my family history that I'm not really proud of. Um, I have relatives in my family that I no longer speak to. Um, you know, uh, we're estranged. And I know that there's a lot of families who experience this, especially Filipino families. There may be, you know, sections of your family that don't get along. And, you know, you uh, it's kind of a dreadful thing to even consider sitting at the table with them. But in today's episode, I want to talk about why family is so important, even if you don't like them. Right, and why it's so important to honor your bloodline, even if you don't really like the history of your family. Because let's be honest, not we don't all have amazing family histories, right? Um, Filipinos, especially in general, tend to have this, right? Like, I come across so many Filipinos and Filipino Americans who, frankly, are ashamed of their family history, and usually, unfortunately, it, it stems down to a lot of the men in the family, frankly. Um, you know, uh, Filipino lineages and histories are bereft with family members, male family members especially, who, you know, had extramarital affairs, they might have done corrupt things, violent things. And a lot of Filipino-American guys I meet are very ashamed to speak about their families because their their, their own fathers or their grandfather, their great-grandfather, whoever, their, their uncles, were caught up in negative things and they don't want to bring those things up. And a lot of those things trickle down throughout history, right? So the... The mistakes of, you know, my great-grandfather or my granduncles, whoever, it, that despite the distance in time or, you know, the perceived distance in time, even though they might be long gone now and dead, it, the, tri- the ripple effects of their decisions have affected our family line. 
And again, it's so it's easy for us to approach it with a sense of negativity and dread. But as I get older and I work with multiple families, I'm a middle school teacher by day. I teach for Kickstart Kids. Look it up. uh, Google it. Support them. Um, I realize more and more that even though my family history and my family lineage may, may have negativity, and even if those ripple effects are still affecting us now, like there's still family, frankly, that I won't sit down with now uh, because of what they've done, right? And out of protection for my own family, I needed to cut the cord in that respect, right? But I still need to honor the bloodline somehow, right? I think it's very easy for us to get caught up in this idea that because my uncles were scumbags or because my granduncle did this or because my grandfather did this, <clears throat> you know, whatever, I have to somehow cut the cord completely and act as if it doesn't exist. And there's a lot of people who are listening to this who've probably been through some pretty traumatic stuff. They might have been abused mentally, physically, sexually, whatever. And a lot of this stuff weighs on them. And the thought of them associating with their family in any way, even if it's distant, even if they're just talking about it, is, is, is triggering, is traumatizing. And I get it. I understand totally. I get that because, again, no family, especially Filipino families, we're not, we're not uh, free from this, right? This is something that, that's strong in our, in our uh, communities. So what do we do? Well, we have to understand that our family line, no, there's no family line that is perfect, right? And I think there's a saying in the Bible um, you know, and I'm probably butchering this. I, I, I'm just saying it because it comes to mind because of what I listened to from uh, Dr. Jordan Peterson recently. You know, uh, we're always looking at, you know, the splinter in our neighbor's eye, but we fail to see the log that's in our own eye, right? And basically meaning that we're always pointing the finger. It's easy for us to judge other people's behavior, but what are we doing wrong? Right? It's so easy. It's such a powerful spiritual principle from Christ that, that we need to embrace. Right, This idea that my family is so bad and I'm the righteous one. I think it's easy for me and for you know many of us to fall into that. Like, oh, my family has this dark history, but I'm the good one. Right, And I got to be honest, we are results of our family history. There might be things that I'm doing that I don't realize I'm doing that may be affecting my wife and my kids and I don't even know for good or for better or for worse. Right? So we need to understand some humility. And I'm getting humbled by life uh, on a regular basis. When I just when I think I got things figured out, something happens where I'm like, man, I, I got to learn about this. I didn't know about this. And so for me, in my personal case, I'm trying to be a little more forgiving to those in my family that have wronged me, those in my, um, in my distant family who have definitely wronged my family. I'm trying to be a little more forgiving. Now, it's not to say that I want to be chummy with these people and, and get along and forget whatever they did and just be bygones, be bygones. Because frankly, while I want to be more forgiving to these people, I also need to recognize the fact that I am responsible for my own children and I don't want them exposed to that toxicity. So I am going to maintain that space. I'm going to maintain that distance for the protection of my wife and my kids. That being said, I do want to make sure that I also understand my own faults. So that's one. I got to be humble. I need to remember that I'm not perfect and that I've made mistakes myself. And so whatever mistakes my family is, my, my family members have done, whether it be to my family or to other people, it's, it, it's, it, I, I can't sit on a high horse, basically. It kind of levels me out a little bit. So humility is one. The second thing would be is understanding that despite whatever mistakes my ancestors have made or my, my, uh, my, uh, my, my granduncles, whatever, my uncles, whatever they may have done, or maybe whatever your distant relatives may have done, 
you are still part of that bloodline. You can make it right, you know? And despite all the craziness in our family lines, let's be honest, you know, if we could live a good life, we're still a result of that. We can change that family line. We can truly do that. We can truly do that. We can actually change the course of our family history if we decide to take charge of it. To not simply say, oh, well, you know, this toxic family life uh, I was born into and therefore I can't change it. No, you can change it, right? Like 500 years from now, you are probably going to have descendants and whatever you decide now is going to affect them. I know that sounds crazy, but it's the truth. You know, our behavior now will echo for eternity. So we need to make sure that we recognize our role in the family line. Like, it's not like me and my family's over, my, my distant family is over there. It's like, no, no, I'm still part of that, whether I like it or not. So I might as well make it good. I might as well take care of myself. I w- might as well raise my kids better than, you know, uh, those other relatives raised theirs. I, I need to be better for the sake of my children, right? And that's important. And so as we enter the holidays, and if you got to encounter toxic family members, I feel for you. I'm in a position where, again, I've, I've, I've uh, gotten rid of those people. But again, it doesn't mean I don't honor that, that line. It doesn't mean I, I reject that side of my family completely. It simply means that I have to look at it in context, that I'm a, a result of that. And so if you have to sit down with toxic family members, maybe that might be a good topic for a completely separate uh, podcast episode. But... Again, it just comes down to recognizing, listen, I know my family history isn't perfect. I understand that there's a lot of toxicity in my family history. But that being said, I can make a change. And it starts with me. I can't control what happened 500, 400, 300, 200, 150, or even 50, 20 years ago. But I can control what happens now. And I can control what happens to the next generation. I can have a say in that. Because when you raise your children, you're raising your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren. We need to hold on to that. So I hope this podcast inspires you. Take care, God bless, and be the hero in your life.